Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. So then, can you teach me how to dance real slow? Well, I know that you're in love with him because I saw you dancing in the gym. Brendan Escott joining you the day the music died on this date 63 years ago. Don Henley, uh, Don Henley, Don McLean, uh, Don Henley hasn't been around that long. Don McLean paying homage with American Pie, which came out in 1971, uh, a song that uh, chronicalized uh, the plane crash that killed Buddy Holly. Richie Valens, hmm, is there an Oilers connection to that? And uh, J.P. Richardson, a.k.a. the Big Bopper. Many of you uh, probably uh, grew up in a time in which uh, you would have seen the movie with Lou Diamond Phillips, La Bamba. And La Bamba, as Brendan cues it up for us right now, is the Edmonton Oilers victory song. And, uh, uh, you know, this show's called Oilers Now. It's brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. I don't always uh, like going sort of inside the, the company profile a bit at times to explain a thing to you, but it's not lost on you hardcore Oilers fans what that song and the connection to Joey Moss means um, every year at the Oilers Christmas party. Uh, Joey used to belt it out, and the whole place would go nuts. It was the the uh, the highlight of the evening for many people. So uh, there you have it. Uh, this is Oilers now. The Edmonton Oilers five zero and one of their last six games. Odd hockey game last night, to say the least, against the uh, Washington Capitals. Oilers roaring out to a quick three nothing lead. 
Capitals picking up the physicality, working their way back into the game. The Oilers getting engaged as the game wore on. And then Ryan Nugent Hopkins, who's been really good since coming back from his lower body issue, capitalizing on a turnover with Zach Hyman that led to a shorthanded goal. And the Oilers ultimately skate away with a 5-3 victory. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, Louis DeBrusque and Jack Michaels were working the NHL Hockey and Rogers broadcast out of the Sky Dome in Toronto last night. So Louis is in the process of flying back to Edmonton. So Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers for Mid-City Construction has been kind enough to join us. Uh, he'll be with us today at 12.35. George LaRock is in town for a Montreal Canadiens Edmonton Oilers alumni game that's going to place, take place tomorrow, 5 p.m. out at Shakers Acres in Big George. The uh, Edmonton sporting icon will be joining us today at 1.35, which means at 1 o'clock we have an open window as Kevin Weeks is not available uh, this week for Canadian Power Pack. So... At 1 o'clock today, we're going to open up the phone lines on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. The slot machines at the River Cree now open 24-7. More chances to play, more chances of winning. Non-stop excitement on the biggest game in Florida and Western Canada, plus daily dining specials at more than their 10 great restaurants and bars. For more information, head to rivercreeresort.com. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, the same number, at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street on 111th Avenue or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. We're on Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet Brendan Escott. And again, we will uh, get into some calls here at uh, 105 in the second hour of uh, Oilers Now. Let's get right to it. The Oilers knock off the Washington Capitals. Capitals did not have Alexander Ovechkin. Edmonton capitalized. We go to the Oilers. Now, Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices, and customer service that makes you feel like family. Here's Cam Moon with the call. It's the last game for the Oilers before the All-Star break. They take on the Washington Capitals. Right side to CC. Back to Dreisaitl. Scores! Leon Dreisaitl puts it over the arm of Samsonov. And the Oilers take an early 1-0 lead. Well, just the 12th time this season, Edmonton scored first. And when they've scored this year, they're 11-0. Off the faceoff puck back to Keith on the point. Will shoot. Scores! Keith let it go. It got redirected in the high slot. Looked like Evander Kane got his stick on it. All the way across. McDavid, he'll go towards the goal. He'll bank it in. Scores! Connor McDavid played it off the back of the netminder. Samsonov. It's a power play goal. And the Oilers are up 3-0. That's a called shot by McDavid. He saw Samsonov come off the wall, and Phoenix Copley is going in. Now it gets to the line. Schultz, he'll shoot it. The rebound. Scores! Lars Eller picked up the rebound after that shot from the point. He waited for Koskinen to get completely down on the ice, and he puts it in. Yeah, I thought we came out really strong, uh, but they definitely had a pushback, so uh, the game's far from over, and we're just going to keep playing. Ekstrom will shoot it, blocked in front of the net, put towards the net, shot, scores! Connor Sheary right at the side of the net. Shot wide of the net, comes right back in front. Oh, loose puck, somehow that stayed outside. We had two chances, and one of them hit an oiler leg. Kuznetsov gets control, puts it on net, scores! He directed it off a skate, it might have hit Snively's skate or an oiler skate, and it goes underneath Koskin, and this game's tied at three. In over the line, Hyman, his shot, save, rebound, Nugent Hopkins, scores! 
doorstep. It's a short-handed goal, and the Oilers are up 4-3. One with an empty net. Nugent Hopkins will shoot. Scores! Ryan Nugent Hopkins. He puts it in the empty net to make it a 5-3 lead with a minute five to go here in the third period. So the Edmonton Oilers build up a 3-0 lead, blow the 3-0 lead. It started Evan Bouchard, and I'm a big fan of Evan Bouchard's, but there's moments on the ice that he's got to get out of his game. And uh, just uh, a soft play up the middle of the ice. Justin Schultz picked it off, and that led to a quick opportunity. And Koskinen was forced to go to a poke check and got deked, and boom. Suddenly the Caps, who had no business. When it was 3-0 down, the Oilers had multiple chances to make it 4 nothing down. And then they had more chances when it was 3-1. Uh, Edmonton up 3-1. They had more chances to add off transition. Odd man breaks and didn't get enough rubber to Lynette. And, uh, and boom, it was game back on. Washington picked up the physicality. Uh, they were the aggressive team. Edmonton started pushing, and, and it really was a hit by, there was a big hit in the second. You would have all seen it as Evander King got run on the boards behind by Garnet Hathaway. Uh, and then in the third, Hathaway flattened Connor McDavid in the open ice. Officiating was inconsistent at best in last night's game both ways. And uh, Yamamoto went after Hathaway. Cassian went after Hathaway. There was another sequence where Kane went after uh, Hathaway. I'm not sure if you would have seen it. We might have been during, I think it was during the break, um, during one of the commercial breaks. So bottom line is uh, the order sort of awoke, and their penalty killing was outstanding. They went three for three on the PK and gave Washington nothing. And people say, yeah, but, yeah, but guy out there is going, yeah, but, Stauffer. Um, you know, Capitals didn't have Ovechkin. Well, the Oilers went into Toronto, played pretty well. 3-2 game, gave up an empty netter, lost 4-2. Yeah, but they didn't have Connor McDavid in that game in Toronto. So, bottom line here, found a way to get a win. 5-0-1 in the last six years. Dave Tippett's thoughts on the game. Well, we got off to a great start, and they battled back, and then we got a huge penalty kill, kill uh, at the end, and and uh, Nugent Hopkins and Hyman found a goal for us. Nugent found a couple with the empty netter, so uh, we hung on to one. Game-changer game for Edmonton Oilers penalty killing. Zach Hyman, shoulder injury, and then was out with COVID. Nugent Hopkins had COVID, and then he was out with a lower body challenge, and uh, Zach Hyman, I uh, had these thoughts on RNH and playing on the penalty kill. He's he's awesome. He's a great player, great guy, and having a blast playing with him. I think we have some, some really good chemistry, and we're on the ice together a lot, so it's been it's been really fun playing with him. And he's just you know so solid in all aspects of the game, and um, obviously a big night for him on the scoreboard. But even when he's when he's not on the scoreboard, he's doing all the right things. So uh, great to see him get rewarded. Those guys touch every aspect of the Oilers' game. They play on the power play, and they play on the penalty kill, and they you know and they're playing as a tandem together, whether it's uh, Zach Cassian or Derek Ryan on the right side, those two guys are together and they're giving the Oilers another line. And I think you all know that watching the team play. Meanwhile, Ryan Nugent Hopkins following last night's game uh, had these thoughts on being more efficient while playing with the lead. I mean, you just got to keep pushing. You got to stick with it. And um, obviously, we want to, to have a little bit of a push. And I, I thought we did a pretty good job of that after they uh, put that third one in and uh, started to push back a little bit, started to get some uh, some looks again and put some more pucks on that. But, uh, I mean, that's, uh, that's a good group over there. So uh, we know that they're gonna they're not going to give up easy. And um, uh, like I said, I mean, we just stuck, uh, stuck around the night and uh, got it done. But uh, obviously, you can get a little more comfortable in, the, in those situations when we get up a goal or two. All right. Uh, so Edmonton with the 5-0-1 close to the pre-All-Star break schedule. Dave Tippett's thoughts on where the Edmonton Oilers are at at the break. 
we struggled for a while, and now we finally we feel like we've got all our players back, and we've uh, you know Schmidt will be back right after the trip here, so uh, we got things turned around. We're finding enough goals to win, and uh, Koskinen has played real solid for us in these five games, so we feel like we're back going the right direction. Take a little rest now and come back, and our schedule gets really hectic in February here, so we'll need everybody to to make sure that we're ready and. Uh, it, I mean, it's only half the season, but it feels like the stretch run already. So that's what we're going to gear up for. And Zach Hyman added some additional thoughts on the Oilers' first half of the season. A bunch of different ways you can look at it. We had an unbelievable start. Um, and then we got, you know, we faced some adversity, which I think is really important throughout a year. Uh, and I think now we're getting back to playing the way that we know we're capable of. So uh, adversity is really important. Uh, it's, it's You, you want to face it during a year, the season. You don't want to face it and not know what to do in the playoffs. So we're, we're well aware of, you know, difficult times. And I think that we've, we've come out a lot stronger. Letters with a record of 23-16-3. Here we go. Where are they at? Well... Uh, this is Dave Tippett's third year coaching the team. He took over a team that had a 482 winning percentage in 1819. The Oilers finished 12th in the league at 585 in 1920. Last year in the North Division, uh, the Oilers had the 11th best record overall in the NHL in a 643 winning percentage. Currently, Edmonton's had a 583 winning percentage, which is the 16th best winning percentage in the NHL. Remember, they were at 585 in 1920. That was the 12th best percentage. They're at 583 right now, and they're at 16th. Goals for has been a continuous improvement for Edmonton. 2.79 the year they missed the playoffs. 3.16 in 1920. 3.27 last year. They're at 3.31. The regression for Edmonton this year has been goals against and save percentage. 3.31 when they missed the playoffs with uh, McClellan and Hitchcock in 1819. They cut their goals against down to 3.03 in Dave Tippett's first year, all the way down to 2.75 last year, uh, which was 11th in the NHL. Currently, Edmonton's 22nd in goals against, okay, at 3.29. So almost half, a, well, more than half a goal per game more uh, through the first, uh, what, 42 games of, of this season. they got 40 games in the next 81 days uh, when we get started on Tuesday. Um Power play, well, it's been good every year. I mean, ninth uh, back in 1819, Glenn Gullitson was on the staff that year. First in the NHL, 29.5% in 1920. Last year, first at 27.6. Currently tied for second at 28.5. Penalty kill, here's where the drop-offs occurred. 30th uh, in 1819. First year with Tippett and Playfair, second at 84.4. Last year, ninth. Canadian-only division, some high-scoring teams. And this year, currently at the All-Star break, 21st in the league at 77.4%. And then the other drop-off is in save percentage. The orders were at 896 in 1819. That was Cam Talbot and Miko. Uh, in 1920, 905. That was 14th in the league. Last year, 7th at 910. Currently, 25th in the league at 898 save percentage. For you advanced analytics geeks, I'm going to give you two more numbers, and they're pretty basic, and they're not even advanced analytics, really. Shots for and shots against. The Oilers were being outshot by two and a half shots per game when they missed the playoffs in 1819. They were still being outshot two and a half shots per game in 1920. Last year, it was less than a shot per game. Okay, Right now, their shot metrics are pretty good. 
They're out shooting the opposition by a shot per game, and a lot of that's occurred over the last 15 to 18 games. What does this all mean? Well, to me, it's simple. 898 save percentage is 25th. Uh, penalty killing is currently 21st at 77.4. Goals against 22nd at 3.29. You're in the 20s in those numbers. If the Oilers end up in the teens by the end of the year, they'll make the playoffs. It's it's inevitable that that's going to occur. Uh, if, if if they can get, you know, if they can get now the save percentage has got some work to do. They're going to have Mike Smith and Miko Koskinen, who they're more comfortable with. Though I haven't minded Stuart Skinner this year. And it's a question mark. And it's a fair comment of you to question it, whether or not Mike Smith can stay healthy and do it. But if you're looking for the biggest difference in the team, goals against, which we'll say is a collaborative effort of the team. It's not just the goalies and the defense, but the structure, the process of the team. The penalty killing, which I think's looked better since Nugent Hopkins has come, uh, Nugent Hopkins and Hyman have gotten back to the forward rotation. And then the save percentage at 898. Like, they got to get to, realistically, if they can get to 905 by the end of the season, they'll probably be. They'll probably. You know what? If they finish 905, right now they're at 898. If they finish 905, they're going to finish, in my mind, second in the Pacific Division. And there's one more stat to throw your way. They're 10 and two against the Pacific. So for whatever reason, the makeup of this team has worked better playing in the division than outside of the division. they got a lot of division games coming up so they can make some hay. Uh, we'll add an additional top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Last night following the game, the Oilers assigned uh, Stuart Skinner, loaned him to the Bakersfield Condors. I'm going to assume he's going to start games this weekend. William Lagason was loaned to the Condors. I have a feeling we might be seeing him come back up. Olivier Rodrigue was recalled for now from the ta- taxi squad. Uh, my guess is once Mike Smith uh, is cleared and good to go Tuesday, Rodrigue might be making his way back to the minors because I believe coming out of the All-Star break, there is no more taxi squad. Kyle Turris recalled from the taxi squad. And uh, Colton Sevier reassigned uh, from the taxi squad to the Condors. If Turris is here... On the active roster, the Oilers are going to have to move another forward down. One of Perlini or Benson, who haven't been playing much. We'll have to wait and see. All right, there you have it again. Uh, that is our top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling. So Edmonton gets the win. 5-0 and 1 of their last six. Start the year 16-5, and then go 2-11-2. and uh, At one stretch, they used uh, 11 defensemen over 10 games, by the way, during that stretch. And now they're in a situation where they've uh, been able to... Uh, uh, sort of right the ship a little bit, 5-0-1. We'll get some of your thoughts. Uh, we'll take some calls. I'll be intri- intrigued to see the veracity of the calls that are coming down the pipe. Um, I think it's fair to say we're seeing signs that they might have some more options at forward. I mean, at one point, they didn't have Nugent Hopkins nor Hyman. They got those guys back, and now they have Evander Keane, too. They still got to get Pugliarvi going and Fogel going and uh, Yamamoto going in terms of scoring some goals to assist some second. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Secondary scoring. When we come back, we'll get to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. It's 1225 at Edmonton, and you're listening to Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Right, quickly, we'll go to the Ashley Five Floors text line at 1227 in Edmonton. Stan says, Bob, can we leave the phone lines open for the haters who call and text every year about Ryan Nugent Hopkins not being worth $5 million bucks? Can they explain what has happened to the Oilers since his return? If they knew anything about hockey, they would know that Nugent has an impact even when he doesn't score. That one comes to us from Stan. The biggest thing for me is the reliability of Nugent Hopkins. I mean, you know what you're going to get. Um, sometimes my sense is people like to see more, but he does touch every aspect of the team's game because he can kill penalties. He's on the power play. And obviously him and Hyman are starting to look to, like they might be able to put a pretty good uh, uh, third-line option together. To NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing Company, branded apparel, products, and awards, all created in-house shop local, ElitePromoMarketing.com. And here's Brendan Escott. Well, not much going on now. The NHL is off for All-Star Weekend. Starts unfolding, uh, t- is it tomorrow and Saturday? Yes. Okay, so typically sure. they would have done Saturday and Sunday, right? So, uh, with it being in Vegas. Well, I think there's the Pro Bowl, too, yes, right? Yes, exactly. They're and that's, that was my understanding as well, as they bumped it up for that. Uh, Pat Verbeek, the little ball of hate, is the new general manager of the Anaheim Ducks, previously an assistant GM under Steve Eiserman in Detroit. Bakersfield hosting Colorado in American Hockey League action this weekend. The Oil Kings picked up a third straight win last night. They beat Madison Hat 6-2 on home ice. So they've now scored 7-6-6 six, and six goals in their last three games. They play in Saskatoon tomorrow and then in Prince Albert on Saturday. Uh, Dylan Gunther is a house on fire right now. The Phoenix Phoenix. Oh, maybe they will be Phoenix again. Maybe they'll be the University of Phoenix uh, Coyotes shortly. Uh, playing in front of 5,000 fans. I guess $25 million wasn't enough uh, in terms of uh, revenue sharing. I digress. Gunther's going. He's an Arizona first-round pick. 27 goals, 54 points now in 34 games this season. That's a good team uh, with great expectations. It'll be intriguing to watch what happens with them during the course of the rest of the season into the playoffs. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell when we come back for Mid-City Construction. Elliot Friedman. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.